Hare Krishna devotees, Dandavat Pranam, all glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Today we are so fortunate to have His, gra- have His Grace Gaurav Shakti Prabhuji from New Vrindavan, USA. Today Prabhuji will enlighten us on Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 5, uh, ch- Chapter 15, Verse 4 and 5. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, please take over the call. Hare Krishna. Um, it will be a little awkward to chant the Sanskrit. Is it okay if I just go word for word? Usually we do translation and purport, Mangala Charan, translation and purport, and then start the class. Okay. Oma Gyanti Mirandasya Gananjana Savakaya Chakshur Unmali Dhangyana Tasmai Shri Gurave Nama Ititani Namo Bishtam Shtapjami Nabhutave Svayam Upakadamayam Dadati Svabhidandikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Uta Parakamaram Shri Gurun Vaishnamam Sta Shri Rupam Sagitatam Sahagana Vagunag Dhammitantam Sajivam Sadvetam Savadutam Parijana Saitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Sri Radha Krishna Padam Sahagana Valita Sri Vishakangatam He Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dina Bandhu Jagapate Gopika Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostate Tapta Kanchana Gorangi Radhe Vrindavanaspari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vancha Gopadurubhyascha Kripa Sindhubhya Evacha Patitanam Bhavanebhyo Vaishnavibhyo Namo Namaha Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shiva Sri Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Vaishnavas, Vaishnavis, thank you so very much for engaging me in this service, speaking something on Srimad Bhagavatam. I feel greatly honored. Um, I know a few of you, but the majority of you I do not know. I apologize for that. Perhaps sometime by the Lord's arrangement, I'll have the good fortune of being able to meet you all. Um... I was requested to speak on text 5, not 4. Um, I can go back and do 4. It's got, it does have a purport. Verse 5 doesn't have a purport. So it's going to speak on 5 or well, 6, actually. But I will, because you re- requested 4 and 5, I will do that. Well, Prabhuji, you can speak for 4, 5, 6, Prabhuji, please. Whichever is comfortable for you. Okay. Thank you. Okay, so I will do the word for word. Ya hu king pratiha atma vidyam akhyaya after instructing many people about self-realization. Svayam personally. 
Sangshuddha, being very advanced and purified in self-realization. Mahapurusham, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Vishnu. Anusasmara, perfectly understood and always remembered. Translation, by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Shiva Prabhupada. King Kratiha personally propagated the principles of self-realization. In this way, not only was he purified, but he became a great devotee of the Supreme Person, Lord Vishnu, and directly realized him. Purport. The word Anusasmara is very significant. God consciousness is not imaginary or concocted. The devotee who is pure and advanced realizes God as he is. Maharashtra did so, and due to his direct realization of Lord Vishnu, he propagated self-realization and became a preacher. A real preacher cannot be bogus. He must, first of all, realize Lord Vishnu as he is. As confirmed in Bhagavad Gita 434, One who has seen the truth can impart knowledge. The word Tattva Darsha, Darshi, refers to one who has perfectly realized the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Such a person can become guru and propound Vaishnava philosophy all over the world. The paragon of bona fide preachers and guru is King Pratiha. So I will read the translation for text number five also. It does not have a purport. In the womb of his wife, Suvarchala, Pratiha begot three sons, named Pratiharta, Prastota, and Udgata. These three sons were very expert in performing Vedic rituals. Patiharta begot two sons, namely Aja and Bhuma, in the womb of his wife, named Stuti. Now why the Sukhdeva Swami, in various places of his presentation to Maharaj Brickett, go into these genealogical family trees, just like in this particular verse. In fact, this whole chapter, the descendants of King Priyavarta, Priyavata. Why does he take so much, so much time and say who is the wife, who are the sons, the daughters, who did they marry, who did they beget? Would anybody like to address this question? How many, okay, let me ask another question. How many different dynasties does he, he, Shukadeva Goswami, speak of in his presentation to, to the emperor? I'm aware of two, two dynasties. The dynasty um, originating from the sun god, 
Vivashvat and the dynasty originating from the moon god, who I believe his name is Soma. These are the main Kshatriya dynasties within this universe, as far as I understand. And whenever Shukadeva Goswami speaks of the family tree, so to speak, he's referring to individuals who are within either one of those two dynasties. And they're very glorious dynasties because there are many great devotees of the Lord that have taken birth within either one or both of those dynasties. And here in today's verses, um, let me see here. Um, King Pratiha is another great devotee of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Shukadeva Goswami is explaining here that King Pratiha personally propagated the principles of self-realization. So this is one of the prime duties of a king, at least of a proper king. The kings are in the um, social order of the um, Kshatriyas, and technically the word Kshatriya means to protect from hurt. Now there's different types of protection. The main one that comes to mind is to protect in the sense of defending. But in, in this particular verse, the word is used in a different context. Protection in, in the sense of um, propagating Krishna consciousness, God consciousness. If a king um, ensures that his if king is God conscious, then naturally God consciousness will be promoted within his kingdom. And if the king is propagating Krishna consciousness or God consciousness, it is natural that the subjects will take up that process. Therefore, in different in different uh, times throughout the history of the world, people have preached to the kings. Modern day, we have within the Catholic Church, we have the example of the Jesuits, who were highly trained in many different aspects of life. And they were sent to remote parts of the world specifically to try to convert the king and his immediate circle to Christianity, specifically Catholicism. Because it's understood if the king accepts, then naturally the citizens will accept. In Chaitanya Lila, um, we have the example of King Birhambir and Srinivas Acharya. A long pastime, the um, three devotees. And yeah, I'll do, I, I won't get into the whole pastime right now. But the um, at the request of Janavama, um, Jiva Goswami made duplicates of the books he was teaching to the students in Vrindavan, and he was very successfully teaching Krishna consciousness in a very systematic. Anna. And Janavama, Nityananda Prabhu's wife, who was the head of the 
Gaudiya Vaishnava community in Bengal. She heard about this and she requested Sri Jiva Goswami to enable her to also teach a, the same curriculum. So he had books copied, which was a laborious process, very time-consuming because they were done by, copied by hand. And then he sent three leading uh, students to bring them from Brindavan to Mayapur and Abhudvipnari to Janavama. Um, Srinivas Thakur, Nautam Das Thakur, and uh, the third one is eluding my memory at the moment. Uh, when they were when they entered the um, area of the, the western part of West Bengal, there was a king Birhambir who had somebody in his court who could um, understand the wealth that different travelers carried with them. I guess it was by astrological calculations. I'm not positive on that. But he understood that that these three devotees, or individuals, he didn't know they were devotees, had from his calculation immense wealth with them. So naturally he told the king, Birhambir, who himself was not above robbing um, pilgrims, people passing through his kingdom, and they arranged for this to happen. And so the books were, or the trunk that the books were in was stolen in the middle of the night when the devotees and their entourage were all sleeping. And um, he he um, was made into a devotee by the um, mercy and uh, compassion of Srinivas. And after King Birhambir took to the uh, Vaishnava cult, the primary definition of a cult is a religious movement. So when he when he personally took to Vaishnavism, naturally all of his subjects also took up the principles of Krishna consciousness. So, so in today's verse, King Pratiha also propagated the principles of self-realization and being a devotee of the Supreme Personality of God, the Supreme Person Lord Vishnu, naturally the level of self-realization that he was um, propagating was Bhakti Yoga. Although strictly speaking, on the path of self-realization, there's actually three um, segments. There's one path, but there's three segments. Um, the the jnanis, the yogis, and the bhaktas. The jnanis cultivate knowledge, specifically of Brahman, and their highest um, achievement is Brahman realization. Um, then further along on the path are the yogis. And they are able to develop the eight mystic cities. But of all the yogis, the topmost yogi 
That's one who becomes a devotee of Lord Vishnu or Lord Krishna, a bhakta, a bhakta yogi. So those who take up the path of Krishna consciousness are also considered yogis. They're on the path of the Eightfold Mystic Yoga System, but they are not um, bewildered by the earlier two segments of the path, the cultivation of knowledge and the development of mystic yoga cities. So they, they are not bewildered by these things. They know the ultimate goal is Krishna. And that is something that is unique about Srila Prabhupada's gift to the world. For he is giving devotees, he's giving anyone knowledge of the supreme personality of Godhead, Krishna. There are many, many expansions, incarnations of the, of the Supreme Lord. And the vast majority of individuals who know anything about the Supreme Lord know of Narayan or of Vishnu or the different types of avatars, Leela avatars, um, Purusha avatars, um, the Mangantara avatars, like this. There's six different categories of avatars. But Srila Prabhupada has given us specific knowledge of Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Now, technically speaking, there's no difference between Krishna, the original personality of Godhead, and the Vishnu or Narayan expansions, or even the expansion of the expansions, because they're all the personality of Godhead. And God is one. There's no my God, your God. There's no Christian God, Hindu God, Muslim God. God is one. But he is known in different capacities and from different perspectives according to his mercy and compassion on people in terms of time, place, and circumstances. He will advent himself or he will empower, he will send one of his empowered representatives to teach and preach on his behalf, to cultivate the, the, the souls, to, bring, to collect souls and bring them back to him. That is the purpose of a guru, the spiritual master, to collect, to canvas and collect fallen conditioned souls on behalf of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So Prabhupada writes in this word, in this purport, the word anusasmara is very significant. God consciousness is not imaginary or concocted. The devotee who is pure and advanced realizes God as he is. He meaning the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So if you Prabhupada, when he published his translation of Bhagavad Gita, he subtitled it as it is. And to illustrate this point, I will remind you all of the story that Prabhupada writes about, I believe, in the introduction to that same book. Introduction to the foreword. A woman approached him, this was in the 60s, and said, Swamiji, they're already so many editions of Bhagavad Gita. What's the use of one more? And Prabhupada explained that at, at that time, there, there was around 200 different 
publications of the same book, Bhagavad Gita. But none of them produced devotees of Lord Krishna because all of the so-called authors, the commentators on Bhagavad Gita, presented it according to their understanding, their interpretation. But you, but because of that, because they were giving some material perspective on the words of Lord Krishna, either subtly or grossly, therefore, no one would, the, the potency wasn't there, and, and people were not able to gain direct knowledge of the Supreme Personality of God at Krishna, even though he was the personal speaker of the Bhagavad Gita. So it's because those who were presenting, those who were doing the commenting, A, they did not have um, direct knowledge of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. B, they had personal motivations. They wanted to mislead, either consciously or unconsciously. It doesn't matter. If we have, we can only lead properly if we are following properly. We can only follow properly if we have heard properly. And we can only hear properly if we're hearing from the right source who is presenting properly. So it begins by hearing from the proper source. And if that is accomplished, then we're able to follow properly. And if we're able to hear and follow properly, we're able to lead properly. And we can benefit so many unlimited numbers of Jeevas by doing this. And so here in this verse, we are learning of um, Maharaj Pratiha, who was a pure devotee of the Lord. I think pure devotee in this year. Uh, Prabhupada does not use that word, but he does say that, uh, yeah, no, he does say, the devotee who is pure in advance realizes God as he is. Maharaj Pratiha did so, and due to his direct realization of Lord Vishnu, he propagated self-realization and became a preacher. So naturally, he preached to all the subjects, and to live in such a kingdom, in such a community, is a... Um, rare opportunity and it is a very great opportunity. And Srila Prabhupada has tried to create during his, his manifest pastimes, he tried to create many different communities around the world. He established them but then he left them the the temples and the communities to his disciples and, and grand disciples and grand grand disciples and so on to properly um, manage and organize according to the principles that he has taught us. So in order to be successful at that, we have to be conscious and aware of the fundamental principles of Krishna consciousness and even more so the details. I've often said that it is not difficult for a newcomer to understand the rudimentary principles within a very short period of time. One, two, three months, most people can understand the basic principles. 
but the details, how to apply the principles in time, place, and circumstance. After, what, 50 50 plus years of this con's existence, we still struggle with that. We meaning, even on the GBC level, we struggle with how to apply the principles in terms of time, place, and circumstances. And it's not due to any deficiency amongst the devotees. It's simply because the material energy is endlessly mutable, endlessly mutable, changeable. And it's very difficult to understand what the underlying principle is and then how to apply the principles of Krishna consciousness to that situation according to the time, according to the place, and according to the circumstances. And that's why even great kings who are pure devotees of the Lord, they have a council of advisors, verminical advisors. Um, In the life of Emperor Pericket, who was the grandson of the Pandavas, he's blood relation to Lord Krishna himself. Sri Prabhupada describes him, Mahash Pericket, as a Maha Bhagavat devotee of the Lord, a first-class devotee. And still, even though he was a Mahabhagavad devotee, he had a board of advisors, at least one group of advisors. He probably had several. And he used to take guidance and, and counseling from the Brahmins. And if a king or leader takes guidance of the Brahmanas, and follows their guidance, the king is protected from the impious, even pious results of the decision that is made. If the king or president, even the temple president, makes decisions um, on their own without consulting with promise, and then Prabhupada says that the the king receives one-sixth of the karma of all the subjects under his jurisdiction. And karma means the pious activities and impious activities. So it is important that, first of all, we're properly trained. We hear from the proper source and we hear properly. Then we have proper association. We repeat what we've heard. We implement those um, principles and instructions in our day-to-day lives. And from that, we will have nice realizations. If we do those things, follow the forward of the principles, and chant 16 rounds every day without fail, Prabhupada said that all of our questions will be answered, either from within or from without. And even if, the, even if we receive an answer from within, it's important that we confirm that Externally, Guru Sadhu Shastra. That way we know that we are on the proper path. We're not being misled by Maya. So Prabhupada continuing in this purport, he says, A real preacher cannot be bogus. He must first of all realize Lord Vishnu as he, as he is. 
Now, that is a big instruction. There's a lot there. We must, first, we must first of all realize Lord Vishnu or Lord Krishna as he is. And that is the result of the process of Krishna consciousness. But um, how to say this? Um, full realization is not necessary. In fact, it's not even possible. No one can have full and complete realization of Krishna. No one can have full knowledge of the Lord because the Lord is unlimited. And even if Krishna himself could find a limit to any of his opulences, they would further expand again without limit. So it's not po- if it's not possible for well, no, and yeah, it's not possible for any of the living entities to have full realization of the Supreme Lord. It's not possible. But realization, according to the scriptures, according to the gurus, and according to the um, sadhus, we have to get things confirmed according to those, that, that um, what's the word? Those three, the system of check and balance. So Prabhupada goes on to um, quote from Lord Krishna, Bhagavad Gita, um, verse 434. Tadidhi pranipatena pariprashnena sevaya upadekhyanti te gyanam gyaninas tefadarshana. Probably just quote to the last half of the verse. Then one who has seen the truth can impart knowledge. In other words, once we have actually seen, in other words, realized, vigyan, the aspect of the Supreme Personality of God, then we're able to impart that to others. Prior to that time, prior to having the, the realization, then it is jnana. It's like book knowledge versus realized knowledge. You know, we can go to school, we can memorize so many different things, and we can repeat them from memory. That's gyan. That's book knowledge. But big gyan is when we have a realization within the heart. And that comes by the mercy of Chaitya Guru. Guru and Chaitya Guru. So when you have actually seen something, Tattva Darshana, that's what that means. Seen. Darshan, we go and we're seen by the Lord. Tattva Darshan means that we have seen the absolute truth, which is the personality of Godhead. So once we have achieved that platform, on whatever to whatever extent and whatever degree, to that extent and degree, we're able to preach about the Supreme Personality of Godhead to others. And do, for such a person to do this service, Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, he says, there's no one who is more dear to me than this person, nor will there ever be one who is more dear than someone who teaches and instructs individuals about him, him meaning Lord Krishna. It's the highest service one can have. Highest in the sense that Krishna does not see distinctions. He accepts the service of the Bajari and the service of the mouse on the altar. On equal level, he sees the jiva, not the material body. But some services are more pleasing than others. 
And so Krishna says that such a devotee who preaches to the um, general public is most dear to me. So he is the highest, the highest devotee, the highest yogi. And as I've said, we cannot preach properly about Krishna unless we've realized and heard and understood properly from the realized sources. And Prabhupada concludes, um, such a person who has realized God can become a guru and propound Vaishnava philosophy all over the world. And then he concludes, the paragon of bona fide creatures and guru is King Pratiha, who had personally realized the Lord through the principles of Krishna consciousness. So to whatever extent we are surrendered, to whatever extent we are following the instructions of our guru and the previous acharyas, to that extent we are pure, and to that extent we can preach very nicely. So I will stop here. It is about 8 o'clock. I'll read the verse again. King Pratiha personally propagated the principles of self-realization. In this way, not only was he purified, but he, but he became a great devotee of the Supreme Person, Lord Vishnu, and directly realized him. Thank you all very much. We'll open the lines for any comments, questions. Go ahead, anyone. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, thank you so much for such a wonderful class. I request all the devotees, if they have any questions and queries, please go ahead and ask. But kindly, um, speak your name first, because I do not, I, I know a couple of you by voice, but most of you do not, I apologize. Prabhuji, I am Pooja from India. Are you in India now, Pooja? Yes, Prabhuji. Hare go. Thank you. Hare Krishna Pooja Mataji is from India. She she is not from USA. She stays there. There you go. She joined regularly from India. So thank you so much, Prabhuji, for this wonderful class and we are so blessed to have you on our call today. Yes, Prabhuji. I don't have any question, but I will wait for devotees. Thank you. Hare Krishna Maharaj Dandrat Prana. This is Mukhtabhupal Das. Hare Krishna. Go ahead. Oh, wonderful, wonderful class, Maharaj. Thank you so much. I liked it. Uh, mentioned Two services are dear to Krishna and not like the most pleasing, not dear, most pleasing, and uh, some are not. I would like to know which services are most pleasing to Krishna. Well, Krishna explains in the Bhagavad Gita that that anyone who explains the science of Krishna consciousness to the general public is most dear to the Lord. It's most pleasing to him. Your Prabhupada says that there are three classes, three categories of servants. First class, second class, third class. The third class servant, he does what he wants. He offers it to his master. 
and he's finished. Baba gives the example. The spiritual master asks for water, and the disciple thinks, oh, milk is much better. I'm going to give Guru Maharaj milk. And he brings the Guru milk. Well, the Guru's service to the Supreme Lord is to collect service from the disciples and followers and, and pass them up the parampara. So he accepts that service, but it's not what he asks for. So therefore, Prabhupada says, this is third-class service. Second class, the, the individual does what he's told, no more, no less. That's second-class service. We just do our duty and carry on with our own life. But Prabhupada said that the first-class servant, he knows the, the mind and the heart of his master. And he acts in such a way that he is fulfilling the, the instructions and desires and wishes of his master without even having to be asked first. He knows from proper hearing. So he, we are followers of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, specifically the Six Goswami. And their mission is to propagate the cult of, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu all over the world. And we are receiving this information through His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, whose main service given by His Guru was what? To, to um, preach in English, preach to the English-speaking world. And... Prabhupada's realization given to, actually it was a suggestion given by a man just didn't know this fellow who said that books are better than magazines because people you know they don't they don't really keep magazines but books they will keep and so when Prabhupada heard this it made complete sense to him and so he began publishing books so we are followers of Srila Prabhupada. So we can please him in different ways, but his main service was to distribute this pure knowledge of Krishna consciousness. So book distribution is very, very dear to Srila Prabhupada. But there's not one thing that is absolute. There's absolute the absolute truth has many different facets. So one can, many different things can be the best simultaneously in spiritual affairs. Did that answer your question? Yes, yes, Maharaj. Yes, wonderfully. Yes. Thank you so much. I was just thinking on the example you mentioned or the Kanist, like a, a Kanista Adhikari like who the disciple who tried to serve the, his guru, but he thought uh, milk would be better. So his understanding was from his perspective, not from the guru's perspective. Is that right? Mahal? Right. Yeah, or it could be, you know, well, some scientists say or some great philosopher say or some big business magnet says or some whatever says. Uh, you know, when we take guidance from those who are not in the strictly following Guru Sadhu Shastra, then we're not getting the highest truth. 
Prabhupada speaks about Mahajans. Mahajana means man, and Maha means great. So Prabhupada says that there are Mahajans within the business community, Mahajans philosophically, Mahajans, many different categories of Mahajans. But when we use the word Mahajan, because we are followers of Lord Krishna and the Guru Parampara, we're speaking specifically of the Acharyas and the great devotees in the chain of disciplic succession. So until we have that firm conviction, then, you know, we may be misled by what Warren Buffett says. You know, he's well known as a great stock um, picker and a not just a businessman, but there are other many, many, many examples. You know, but if we try to follow them, we will not achieve the absolute truth. So until we have the, the absolute conviction that, that the truth given by the, the acharyas and the scriptures and the gurus, that's the highest form of truth, then we will be misled to a certain degree. And Bhakti Sananta Saraswati Thakur said that the path of Krishna consciousness, the road, it's very narrow and there's danger at every step. And the, and the danger is that we can be misled by our mind. So it, that's why it's very important that we confirm everything that, that we understand to be true by Guru Sadhu Shastra. Hare Krishna. Mm-hmm. Hare Krishna. Thank you so much, Mother. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone else? Thank you, Prabhuji, uh, for your wonderful and terrain class. And it is very nice to hear you again, and we would like to hear you again and again. Thank you, Prabhuji. Thank you for your kind words, Nikhil It is very pleasing to me to hear your voice, and that of your good wife also. Both are very dear to me. Thank you. Thank you, Prabhuji. Okay, if there's no further questions or comments, we can Hare Krishna, Prabhuji. Yeah. Prabhuji, you yes. did how many verses? One or three? I'm sorry? How many verses you covered, Prabhuji, today? One. Just one, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, number four. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah, thank you, Prabhuji. Thank you for elaborating on this one verse. Yeah, we are so blessed to have you. So thank you very much us. for engaging me. Yes, Prabhuji. So uh, we will see you on this weekend on in this. Week.